get a lapel mic. So if somebody could run me one, that'd be wonderful. Sorry about that. Isn't that what it's all about? Take my heart, oh Father, take it. And give it willingly. Do you turn it on or do I? Okay. Uh oh. Need a little bit more wire. There we go. Amen. Thank you for those songs, Ben. Bless the Lord. Well, you know, Marcus has a, had a story to tell. I have a story to tell, too. Our church, Glory Christian Fellowship, you don't know this, but God gave us the vision right here in Versailles. We were meeting together as a homeschool fellowship families, didn't really know what to do next, got an invitation down to Versailles tent meetings. A whole bunch of us came down. All our children were that big at that time, most of them. But I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. We walked away from there and we looked at each other and we says, we want this. There was a fire that was lit. And it didn't stop there. Amen? God birthed the church. And we pray we honor him today, even yet. And it's so good to come back after, Joe told me, five years. <laughs> um, I thought it was two. Um, but that's the, way, that's the way time flies, isn't it? But uh, five years, and I come, and again, all, all you young ones are older, don't recognize a lot of you, but... Uh, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. It's, it's just a joy. As uh, I was telling Brother Joe, as, as I was sitting at church today, um, just preparing my heart, the Lord gave me a joy. You know that joy from heaven about being able to come down and minister for the Lord. That joy. And I hope that you receive that this weekend. I hope the Lord blesses it. I want to talk about uh, something, and you might think it's rather odd that they only gave a minister 15, 20 minutes to speak tonight. So I have to be careful. Um, what I want to talk about is clay. Now, this is going to link to the message tomorrow. So if you're here tonight and you aren't going to be here tomorrow, I'd encourage you to come tomorrow, no matter what. But we're going to talk about clay. And if you have your Bibles, let's go ahead and turn to Genesis 2, verse 7. 
Very familiar passage. Very familiar passage. It says these words, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Now what I want to concentrate on is that word dust. That word dust is a Hebrew word, and that Hebrew word, I believe, is pronounced afra. It's very, see, I'm a foodie, and it's very, it's very uh, um, like unto a French word, moi poi. And so I, when I say it, I want to say the other word. But uh, So if I said it wrong, and if any of you are Hebrew scholars, then forgive me. But... You know the way Hebrew words, they'll be put in in different places, and they mean a little bit different thing each time. Well, this word has about five meanings, but I want to concentrate on two of those five meanings. Because God formed man of the dust. And what I want to concentrate on is there's two words. One of them, it could mean clay. It could mean clay, and that's what I'm going to talk on. But the second one is very interesting, and it struck me. I've never realized that. But the second word means rubbish. If you look it up, it means rubbish. So God, now if any of you have tried to grow a garden and you had ground that's clay, I think you know where I'm going. You don't have a garden. It just doesn't work. And so it's very important for us to to think about that. Rubbish and useless clay. God grabbed into that and he made man. He made our father back then, Adam. Now, I want to go from there, and I want to go to Jeremiah. If you could turn there with me, if you have your Bibles there. Jeremiah in chapter 18. I want to read a few verses there. This is the familiar story about the potter and the clay. It begins, The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel as seemed good to the potter to make. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter? Saith the Lord, Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand, O house of Israel. That's the little bit of tie together there. 
But like I said, I'm going to kind of educate you on clay. Is anybody, has anybody uh, done pottery? You've, you've spun the wheel, you've done the clay. Okay, okay. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start at the beginning. That's where God started with Adam. And I'm going to tell you, the process to make clay so that you can actually put it on a wheel and form it into a vessel that is profitable. A vessel that's profitable. This is what has to happen. And that's what I'm going to tell you tonight. I'm going to stop there. First, the clay is found. There's layers of clay and there's layers of dirt. And dirt, when they throw the whole thing they throw the whole thing up on the ground when they're digging it out, and they throw it out, and sometimes you can tell the clay. It's a little different color. But what they can tell, they wet it down, and then they let the sun hit it. And the clay will actually get softer, and the earth cracks. The dirt cracks. And that's how they tell they've got the clay. So they take that clay, and they put it out, and they set it out in the sun for a very long time until it gets very brittle and dried and there's no more moisture from the ground in it. And from there, they have to break it up. So they use a hammer to break it up. You know how hard clay is? It's hard. And they have to break that clay up. And then they take that clay and they put it into a trough, into a big trough, and they fill it with water. And actually, salt water is the best water that you could use for that. And it draws out some minerals that aren't good for the, for the pottery. And so they leave that in there for a number of weeks. Then they take it, and the, the name of it is called... Uh, let me see if I can find it here quick. Um, it's called Slip is what they call it. They refer to it because what happens is all your rocks go to the bottom, then the slip is in the middle, that's the clay, and then on the top is the water. And so they, they get off the water, they take the slip and put it out, and they go through this process like three times, and it takes two weeks each time to separate and to, to, to have that process happen. And then they take that slip and they start to dry it out. They cover it, they cover it, and they dry it out. Um, and then what happens is it's a little softer at that time because of that process. So then what they do is they'll put it out. And have you ever heard about people smashing grapes with their feet, kind of jumping on it, dancing on it? Well, that's what they do with this. They have, to, they have to impact it, impact it, impact it. And then they'll roll it up some more and impact it and impact it and bang on it. And sometimes with hammers, sometimes with feet, whatever they have. And then it has a process that the... Uh, 
the process that they use, then they cover that thing and they let it sit and cure for six months. Out of the sun, someplace that's a temperate place, six months. So now we're almost, by the time all these processes happen, we're almost real close to a year. To have a piece of clay that you can make a pot from that's useful. Now, the spiritual side of this, before God can get you into His wheel, you've got to suffer. You've got to purge. You've got to cleanse. You've got to endure hardship. You have to endure pain and grief. And you have to allow mortification, things that shouldn't be in you to be taken out of you. Before you even get on the wheel. And that's the Lord working in your life all the way through. The Lord pursues us from when we're born. He pursues us and pursues us. And He won't pursue you until you've taken your last breath. Isn't that a, isn't that a gracious God? Is a gracious God. So finally, and we'll start tomorrow, it's ready for the potter's wheel. And I'll go ahead and close with that.